Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Temperatures in the 40s later this afternoon with a mix of sun and clouds as we head into the overnight hours. Partly cloudy skies will be around 30 by early tomorrow morning. Saturday, mostly to partly cloudy, a few showers during the evening hours. Otherwise, trending dry during daylight hours. Highs will be in the 40s. Christmas Eve on Sunday, temperatures mid-50s. And by Christmas Day, we're looking at temperatures around 60 inside and around the Beltway. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 37 degrees in our nation's capital, where the time now, Friday morning, is 12.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, December 22nd. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 1 a.m. hour for you on WTOP. What neighbors are saying about a deadly shooting in southwest D.C. I'm Sandra Jones. Two people were shot Thursday locally. At Prince George's County, at the mall there, one in critical condition this morning. How long are security lines at a local airport? I'm Scott Gelman. Have you started feeling sick and have a trip coming up for the holidays? We have tips on what to do. I'm Valerie Bonk. Gains on Wall Street to wrap your day on Thursday at the closing bell. The Dow was up 322. Good morning. Welcome in. 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Fody. In the fallout from his huge election falsehood defamation suit loss, Rudy Giuliani says he is broke and has filed for bankruptcy. The former New York City mayor and previous attorney to Donald Trump made the Chapter 11 filing less than a week after a jury ordered him to pay $148 million in damages to Fulton County, Georgia election workers Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss, who had sued him for defamation. He estimates his liabilities now are between one. $100 million and $500 million. CBS News investigative reporter Graham Cates. Well, with highways and skyways set to be pretty crowded in the next 10 days or so, the weather has not been making it easy in much of California. Here's CBS's Astrid Martinez. Mother Nature is already impacting travel plans on the West Coast for those choosing to hit the roads. We just saw a car hydroplane and smack into the island. The National Weather Service issued a flood watch in parts of Southern California Wednesday night with rain continuing for some areas into the end of the week. The busiest days on the road this week will likely be Saturday, so travelers are being urged to keep a close eye on the weather forecast. Partly because of a controversial war a half a world away, there is a lot of law enforcement concern this holiday period about security threats right here in the U.S. For example, a heightened alert for potential individual attackers posing possible threat at large-scale gatherings like New Year's events. CBS News investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge spoke to former Homeland Security official Tom Warrick. Compounding the challenge for law enforcement, more than 400 hoax bomb threats to Jewish institutions last weekend alone. Warwick says all threats have to be taken seriously. So it's very clear to me that this is not just smoke. There are actual brush fires out there that the FBI is alerting us to that Homeland Security wants people to be aware of. In that Mideast war, health officials in Gaza who are controlled by the Hamas terrorist group which started this war claim the number of people killed there in the Israeli attacks that have followed now above 20,000. A very rare mass shooting in Prague in the Czech Republic at a university, at least 14 dead. Although it's just before Christmas, there were still classes going on. There were many students and faculty in the university. And once the shooting happened, they ran for cover. There are pictures on social media 
media shared by students who were climbed up onto the roofs, who were on parapets, some of whom jumped to safety, others who were trying to hide anywhere they could. Elaine Cobb reporting, and this is CBS News. You don't need a job platform, you need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Ah, that's the sound of knowing you've got a free ride home guaranteed. If you like carpooling or vanpooling, but worry about getting stuck at the office, relax. With commuter connections, you can get a free ride home for unexpected emergencies or unscheduled overtime, even if you're commuting just a few times a week. All free. Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or call 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You can enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. EDU. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. WTOP at 104. Good Friday morning, December 22nd, 2023. Welcome in. Clear, cold, low 25 to 30, according to Steve, by daybreak before we're done. Right now, we are at 37 and holding in Washington. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we roll into this early morning together. We begin with the search that's on now this morning for the suspect involved in a deadly Thursday drive-by shooting in southwest D.C., very close to Nats Park. A man and woman are dead this morning. Two other men are wounded after being attacked in broad daylight. Both men are in critical condition this hour. WTOP's own Sandra Jones spoke with a neighbor who heard the gunshots. It was like a combat zone. It was like that. Stephanie Rogers described the sound of a machine gun going off. She and her son ran outside and saw a man limping in the street. He's like, I've been shot like that. And he grunted so loud. At a news conference, Chief Pamela Smith told reporters the gunman opened fire on a group of people outside of a corner store in the 1300 block of Half Street around noon. Surveillance cameras captured the suspect's vehicle. We do know there was one. Uh, We do not know at this moment whether there was a second individual in the vehicle. Police believe the vehicle was involved in a carjacking. In Southwest D.C., Sandra Jones, WTOP News. Meanwhile, D.C. police say this morning the white Jeep connected to this shooting was apparently later found burned locally in Prince George's County. Police have not located the suspect involved. WTOP at 105 Friday morning. Now to Prince George's County where police are investigating a shooting this morning outside Iverson Mall. It happened around 11 Yesterday, Thursday morning, police say in this case they found a man and a teen girl who had been shot. Both were taken to the hospital. Police say the man is this morning in critical condition. Our partners at 7 News say the shooting happened in a parking garage connected to the mall. Thousands of eager travelers across our area hitting the roads and the rails and the airport ahead of Christmas weekend. WTOP Scott Gelman says at one local airport... 
They weren't waiting for very long. The wait times at several Reagan National Airport checkpoints are changing every few minutes. They've ranged from less than five minutes to between 10 and 15. But many travelers here are surprised at how empty the airport is. Besides a little bit of rush hour traffic, it was light and, you know, I'm just blessed to be here. I'm not worried and I have plenty of time. I planned three hours in advance instead of two. At times, the standard screening line had fewer people in it than the TSA pre-check line. I think it's funny how they push pre-check so hard and now the pre-check line is longer than the regular line, even though that one's supposed to be faster. Remember to check with your airline for updates and leave a little extra time in case traffic gets backed up around the airport. At Reagan National, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. But what if during the holidays you're not feeling, say, so sunny? The flu and COVID are not taking holiday vacations this season. So if you are starting to feel like you're getting sick, when do you know if it is your turn to be sick or whether you should take that trip or not? This morning, WTOP's Valerie Bonk checks in with a local doctor about what you should pay attention to here. You become too sick to travel when you develop fevers, when you have severe headaches. Dr. Niharika Khanna, professor of family and community medicine at the University of Maryland School of Medicine, said another symptom that indicates you're too sick to travel is a new cough and colorful mucus. When are you probably okay to travel? You happen to have, say, a stuffy nose, a runny nose, you're coughing, it's two or three days old. You may be able to travel if that's all you have with a mask on. And how do you tell the difference between just allergies and maybe something more contagious? When you start getting those heavy congestions, discharges from your nose that are all colorful, you have a new cough that appears two, three days ago. Those are not allergies. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. Uncle Joe versus the Donald. We're in depth coming up after traffic and weather and your money news on WTOP. Good morning to you. Friday morning, December 22nd at 1.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Uh, that accident in Prince George's County, 50 eastbound prior to Church Road has been cleared. All lanes are now open, so no delays as you make your way between the Capitol Beltway all the way to the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. And at the Bay Bridge, eastbound span is shut down because of the overnight road work with two-way operations set up on the westbound span. One lane is available in either direction. That central lane closed as a buffer zone. Also, the crash working southbound 270 at Old Georgetown Road. All the travel lanes are now open, and the crash she was cleared off both shoulders. Indeed, the only accident we've got working anywhere in the DMV is down in the, the V part of it, down in Virginia, Westmount, Virginia 3, between Bragg Road and Salem Church Road. But it looks like uh, that crash is in the clearing stages and not seeing any major delays because of it. On southbound 395 in the express lanes, just south of Washington Boulevard West, that's exit 8A in Arlington, that maintenance activity has cleared. All lanes are now open. However, northbound 395, right after Cleve Road, the three right lanes remain blocked because of the the road work on 66 westbound as you come out of the roslyn tunnel heading over to spout run park where you find the left lane blocked by the work zone then both directions are 66 east of 123 heading to the east of virginia 7 and falls church road widening operations the central lane right lane both sides alternating mobile closures i'm ken berger wtop traffic a mix of sunny clouds later this afternoon with high temperatures in the middle 40s moving into the overnight hours. Partly cloudy skies near 30 by early tomorrow morning. For our Saturday, mostly to partly cloudy. May see a few showers by evening. High temperatures will be in the middle 40s. Dry on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 
Right now we're at 39 College Park, 37 Fairfax, 41 on the National Mall, 37 and holding in our nation's capital. We are brought to you this time around by Longfin. Save 25% on Longfin's decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. Good Friday morning. It's 110 on WTOP. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. The parent company of Truist Bank says it will shut down 11 branches across the greater D.C. area in the hopes of shrinking overhead by about $750 million. The cost of financing a home loan eased again this week, pulling the average long-term U.S. mortgage rate down to a six-month low. It was a better day on Wall Street as the Dow closed up 322. The Nasdaq and S&P gained one and a quarter percent and one percent respectively. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks mixed. The Nikkei up by 22 points. The Kospi up four. The Hang Seng is down 180. The Shanghai is off three. Good morning. Welcome in. 111 on WTOP. This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid, it goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Joey from Vermont. A farmer trying to get through the winter. Adriana from South Carolina. A single mother living paycheck to paycheck. Liam from Ohio. An injured father struggling to provide for his family. Hi, I'm Shanola Hampton. And I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Transparency and Trust makes buying a car at Fitzgerald, Subaru, Gaithersburg, and Rockville a great experience. It all begins with a low price in writing, posted on the window of every car. There's no haggling to get the low price or to know the monthly payment. It's all right there on the window. During the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to charity for every new Subaru sold or leased. Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. Call 888-FITSMALL today. That's the Fitz way. Good morning. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us this early morning. If you're just joining us, clear another cold one by daybreak. Steve says the low should be around 25 to 35. We are at 37 in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're starting your morning with us. Time now on WTOP is one thirteen. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. While President Joe Biden often rallies his base with strong words calling Donald J. Trump the greatest threat American democracy has ever faced, his top aides privately apparently say they're still wrestling with the right pitch here to other key voters about Trump, his likely 2024 opponent. This morning, WTOP's Dimitri Sotis talks with NBC News White House correspondent Mike Mimoli. There are a lot of Democratic activists who are looking at the public polls. They see that the former president, Donald Trump, is uncomfortably close to the current president, Joe Biden, in the polls. And they want to see a much more aggressive President Biden and the Biden campaign to take him on. They feel like 
This is an election where democracy itself is on the ballot. And the Biden campaign understands that, but they say it's not so easy. They're running a campaign based on where they think the country is going to be in 320 days. That's when Election Day is. And what they're finding right now is that the voters they're most concerned about, the voters that they're most worried about, they're not ready yet to even consider the possibility that we're going to have a rematch in 2020 of Joe Biden and Donald Trump, especially of the fact that Donald Trump is going to be on the ballot for three straight elections. They're finding that bringing up Donald Trump actually gets these voters to tune out, to disengage in some cases. They don't want that. They want to have these voters listening to them, talking about the issues that they think will bring them around to Joe Biden next November. And so it really does require a very delicate touch. You look at what the president is saying publicly in his campaign uh, style events, like yesterday when he traveled to Wisconsin, he's talking about his economic accomplishments. He's talking about the infrastructure law. That's what his campaign advertising, what you're seeing on social media and what you're seeing from the campaign. And, and the president in these closed door fundraisers is a much more aggressive line against Donald Trump talking about democracy being on the line. So it's a very fine balancing act all about which voters they want to reach now and which voters they feel like they need to wait to reach next November. Talk about the delicate situation where you somehow have to inspire in these voters negative feelings about Donald Trump, but it can't be a flamethrower, blast furnace kind of situation, because as you say, they'll just tune out. That's right, because when the Biden campaign looks at the coalition that supported him in 2020, that they need to turn out again in 2024, these voters tend to be the ones that are least engaged, are not paying attention to politics day to day. That's in some cases by choice. That's in some cases because they're just so busy. And they don't want to hear an aggressive uh, message from either campaign. In fact, they don't even want to hear about a campaign. And so that message might actually backfire with these voters. But what the White House is also wrestling with is that some of the voters that they think are potentially receptive to them are Republican-leaning independent voters that may have voted for Donald Trump in 2020, but voted for Democratic candidates in the 2022 midterms on issues like abortion and democracy. And in that case, because they supported Trump in the past, again, talking about a negative message about Donald Trump may not work with them. And so that's what the campaign really feels like it has the advantage of time to do this kind of intensive research in the form of polling, in the form of canvassing, uh, social media outreach as well to really understand where these voters are and what messages they want to hear. And that's what they're focused on trying to deliver at the moment. NBC News White House correspondent Mike Mimili on Skype with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you early Friday morning on WTOP. Two people locally shot to death. Two others are wounded in a shooting incident in southwest D.C. It happened only a block from Nats Park on Thursday. Fourteen people are dead abroad in a mass shooting at a university in Prague. This is the busiest travel early morning at the airports ahead of Christmas. Keep it here for full details in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. 
sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change and generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. It's Friday, December 22nd. Thanks for starting your morning with us. Time now is 1.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Well, we had one accident working in the general Washington area. This is uh, down in Fredericksburg on the westbound side of Plank Road, Virginia 3, between Bragg Road and Salem Church Road. Taking a look at that, looks like uh, all lanes are now open, not seeing any flashing lights down in that general area, and very late volume of traffic, so no major delays either side of Plank Road, between Gordon Road and the ramps at 95. And if you're heading into Fredericksburg, no major worries on the Blue Gray Parkway, between Route 1 heading over to Kings Highway in the 95 corridor between Fredericksburg and Springfield. Traffic is running at a free and steady pace. There are no reported work zones anywhere along the 95 corridor in Virginia. So that one work zone on uh, 395, the northbound direction uh, in Arlington. Uh, this is right after Cleve Road where three right lanes remain blocked. However, the uh, the work zone on the express lanes of 395 south of Washington Boulevard, that maintenance work has been cleared. In Maryland, only a couple of work zones going on, including in Prince George's County, both directions of 214 Central Avenue at Hampton Park Boulevard. Left turn lane is blocked in either direction. This is because of ongoing utility work. The northbound Maryland 210 between Swan Creek Road to Fort Washington Road. Watch out for the work zone along the far right side. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. As we move through the morning and into the afternoon, we'll see a mix of sun and clouds with temperatures around 45 degrees. Overnight, partly cloudy skies near 30 by early tomorrow morning. For your Saturday, partly cloudy skies turning mostly cloudy by afternoon. A few showers by evening. Highs will be in the 40s. Come Christmas Eve on Sunday, we're dry. Partly sunny skies, upper 40s to middle 50s. And by Christmas Day, highs around 60 degrees with showers likely at night. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 39 degrees Georgetown, 38 Bowie, 36 Leesburg. We are at 37 and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you in the 1 a.m. hour, Friday morning, December 22nd by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. And coming right up this half hour. The D.C. mom who has biked 17,000 miles. This is Kyle Cooper. Scenes of the earthquakes in Syria and Turkey have touched the world. With thousands of lives lost, we need to protect those children who remain, who have lost their parents and their homes. Help now. Donors like you are the reason why UNICEF is able to help children and families in Syria and Turkey. With your help, UNICEF can continue to be there to keep children safe. Visit unicefusa.org slash earthquake relief. Thank you. Tell us what you're seeing on your commute. Call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. Washington's top news, traffic and weather, keeping you informed 24-7, 365. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. (laughs) Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got $1,200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. It's Friday, December 22nd. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. Time now is 122 in the morning.
You're listening to WTOP News. A boy is in the hospital locally after being hit by a car in Fairfax County is where it happened just after 5 on Thursday afternoon at Poplar Tree Road and Stringfellow Road located in Chantilly. Fairfax County police say this morning the driver of the car in this situation, a man, apparently remained on scene after running into the boy. Police are investigating this morning what actually led up to the crash. Prince George's County a High School student there under arrest this morning after being accused, we're told, of bringing a loaded gun to school. Police say 18-year-old Kishan Reeves carried that weapon into Flowers High School in Springdale Thursday morning this week. School security, in this case, the personnel confiscated the gun just after 8 in the morning, they said. Reeves faces various charges in the case, including having a dangerous weapon on school property. A close call for a D.C. mom whose family has gone completely carless these days. Leela Almagor moves all around D.C. on her e-tricycle, most of the time with her three kids along for the ride in the specialty trike. It is a total of 17,000 miles at this point on our on our bikes that we've, you know, since 2019. And remarkably, just recently, for the first time in all those miles, had a car bump into her. She was not hurt and the kids were not with her. People say all the time, oh, God, biking with your kids is so dangerous. I can't believe you would do that. But it's like... I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that the data bears that out. She says since she started riding, D.C.'s bike infrastructure has gotten a lot better, and the time with her kids is priceless. And yes, they bike year-round. Kyle Cooper, WTLP News. If you're like most Americans these days cooking Christmas dinner this year, you'll be elbow-deep in gingerbread by 9.36 on Christmas morning. According to a new survey, that's what time the typical household starts whipping up Christmas dinner. On average, it takes a little more than three hours, we're told, to prep the whole thing and then a few more to actually cook the meal. So if you start, then you at that time, you will make it by the ideal time to chow down, which apparently is 345 in the afternoon, in case you didn't know that. Over the next few days, you may find yourself facing big holiday spreads of food. And don't forget that booze and drinking alcohol may lead to overeating as well. So how do we keep fit and avoid that? If you plan to drink, enjoy some food first. In other words, have a snack. And especially the secret to that snack is some protein. Because protein foods, like a little part of a sandwich, something like that, slows down the absorption of alcohol. What does that mean to you? You don't get tipsy as quick as if you would on an empty stomach. And when you do and you have too much to drink, it really leads to overeating because you have no restraint. So the secret is, you know, you're having alcohol, eat something first, put something in your stomach. On WTLP, nutrition expert, Dr. Susan Mitchell. She's host of the Beyond Bariatric Surgery podcast. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 125, Mr. Rob Woodford. On basketball's 132nd birthday, the Wizards never trailed in Portland, but barely won a 118-117 game in which they led by as many as 18 points before Anthony Simons led a late Blazers charge, Wes Unsell Jr. I thought we showed uh, some resilience outside of the defensive rebounding. 